Yo, what's up you guys? Welcome to the first episode of the podcast coming to you live from inside a car. I'm currently in Quebec, uh, training at Maximize and getting some stuff ready for snow next year. Some big tricks that I need to put down, but the podcast also needs to be done. So this week's podcast is being recorded, not in the podcast studio, but in fact in my car. This week's guest is a super sick dude. His name's Nate. He runs Ski Meme 69, uh, pretty big meme page in the skiing industry. So you guys may know the page, may know of him personally. Super nice dude. I personally have never really gotten to talk to him or get to know him before this, so it's kind of cool. I was totally under the impression that he was a skier and that, that was his thing, but um, skiing's kind of more of a fun thing for him and he's actually headed out to the army in a couple months, it sounded like, so that's super cool. I wasn't expecting the podcast to take that kind of turn. We got talking about a bunch of cool things. Um, he's only been skiing for two years and did his first double last year, which is, like I said, crazy people these days. We also talked a little bit about what it's like running a ski page, um, if he's had any backlash from any of the memes that he's posted. There are some backlashes from certain companies, but you guys can listen to the podcast and hear about that. And we uh, quickly covered the fagging topic. Um, we don't go into detail on it. It's not something that I really want to talk about or something that um, I think really needs to be brought to light. What's happened has happened. It's in the past. But this podcast is a really good one, so I highly suggest you guys listen to it and uh, enjoy it. For those of you guys who are going to be listening on uh, YouTube or watching on YouTube, um, Sorry about this, but this one's just an audio only and there's no cameras. So you guys just got to listen to my uh, beautiful voice, Nate's beautiful voice, and uh, check out the badass thumbnail I made for the podcast. So quickly before we jump into the podcast, I just want to say thank you for everybody supporting me next season. K2 Skis Ontario, K2 Skis in general, Vertica Outerwear, and um, and if you guys haven't got your mushroom coffee from Four Sigmatic Mushrooms yet, you might as well just head over there right now. Use the discount code THEKID at checkout. Some good stuff, man. With that being said, enjoy the podcast. Ski Meme 69, otherwise known as Nate. And yeah, see you on the other side. Oh, sick. All right, yeah, let's get into it, man. So, first of all, dude, I don't really know much about you, but it's uh, nice to be talking to you. I've seen you around and I've definitely seen you a bit. You're on a pretty big meme page, Ski Meme 69. Pretty fucking, yeah. pretty sick, pretty sick page. Um, and you, you ski a lot, too, so... Uh, phone number says from Denver here, so I'm assuming you're from Colorado. You said earlier that your parents are from Winnipeg, so where'd you grow up and how'd you get? Pardon? No, not my parents. Uh, just just some some family, like uh, cousins. Oh, some family. Winnipeg. Oh, sick. Well, anyways, how'd you how'd you get into skiing, man? Where'd you grow up and how did uh how that scene look? So I uh, I actually was born in Illinois. I moved to Colorado when I was two years old. Yeah. Uh, and my dad, my dad was a ski instructor, so I started skiing when I was two. Uh, I wasn't really into it until about freshman year of high school, and then I kind of found like more of a passion for it. Yeah. Skiing park, kind of sophomore year of high school. Um, so I've only been skiing park for about two years. Oh but, really? Uh, definitely where I found and uh, yeah, enjoy skiing a lot. Hell yeah! So you only been skiing park for two years. I saw I was stalking the Instagram before, like I've seen it obviously started earlier, but it was like just like reminding myself and shit. And you did a double last year, eh? A couple doubles or like one or two or So um I saw a dub yeah, flat yeah, seven, yeah. which was sick. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so um the day that I did my dub Yeah so I, yeah, like I said, I live out in Colorado now. Um Where? but uh where in Colorado? Yeah, yeah, where do you ski at? Oh, I ski, so my parents actually work at Copper. Um, okay. But I ski Copper, Breck, Keystone, 
just the you know the flagship resorts. Yeah, for sure. So, hell yeah, man. Yeah, and I'm. I mean, so yeah, that was my first double. Um, like I said, I've only been team part for two years. Um, but you know, this last season, I was out for probably sixty percent of the season. Oh um, shit! So end of end of the season before last, like. Um, Sorry, let me let me just get all of us on the same timeline. Yeah, yeah. Not not this most recent season that just ended, but the season before. Yeah. Um, I broke my collarbone, so yeah. I didn't get a spring ski with everyone else, which was a huge bummer. I had a bunch of friends ripping it, and you know, I, I just missed out on that. So broke my collarbone then. Um, kind of cool though. Got to go copper closing day and film some buddies, and uh, we all just messed around. My friend did his first dub. Oh yeah. Um, so that was cool. And, uh, this season, I came back. Um, I was on the trampoline a lot over the summer, mm-hmm. last summer with uh, Jackson Carstetter. Yeah, just like uh, uh, I mean, at the tramps with like Y East and all those guys, or? No, no, no. Um, so Carstetter is a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, we met, you know, um, we met through a group chat, and um, yeah, I just started hanging out with him, and you know, I built quite the friendship off of that and uh yeah no so he lives out here in Colorado too so he and I just you know hang out and rip around and do stuff so yeah yeah we, we were on trampolines quite a bit and uh yeah so I mean I only learned how to double on a trampoline last you know summer so yeah it was it was a pretty new feeling um then this season I think I got a few months into the season, or a few, yeah, like a month or two into the season, I broke my collarbone again. Oh, no. Um, so I was out out for another eight weeks, which was a huge bummer. Um, but when I came back, it was <laughs> it was my first weekend back. I was out there with, uh, like, Luca Harrington, Benny Harrington, uh, Lachlan Crick, uh Zach Schuster, Jackson Beeman, my buddy Daniel. I mean, we we had a whole whole freaking crew together, and it was it was like such a good day. I mean, I was like I was feeling the dub, so I was actually staying at my. Uh, do you know Bella and Rory? Uh yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so I was staying at their place in Copper. Um, so Lockwood came over in the morning, mm-hmm. and um, we were all we were all just kind of chilling. I'm like, I want to try dub today. So he started hyping me up, started getting hyped. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just coming off a broken collarbone, like first or second weekend back. I can't really remember, but, um, yeah. And, uh, we get out there, we meet up with the rest of the crew. We're taking some laps. Um, my buddy Noah was there too. And he and I like took the lap before, and I've been, I was knuckling the jump all day. Like, I was just throwing, like, big flat threes on it and stuff. Um, and I, I was knuckling it all day. So, when uh, when it came down to it, uh, we, uh, I felt ready enough because I, I cleared one run. One run is the only, only run I didn't knuckle. And uh, so we go up. Uh, all the boys are, like, hyping me up, you know, get me in the zone. Um... And then obviously everyone wanted to go film, so uh, yeah, like Luke Botal was there, a bunch of 
bunch of homies. So we we all go up. Uh, then I have my buddy. So we have a few Jacks in our friend group, which is pretty funny. But uh, I had my buddy Jack slingshot me in. Um, and I, I was like sitting on my skis, like full tuck into the first jump. Yeah. Make it over. I mean, like I cleared it pretty well. So then again, I tuck into the second one, just like full tuck. Um, and like coming into the jumps, I'm like, do I really want to do this? You know, like no one will really care if I don't. It's whatever. And then as soon as I was coming up the lip on the second jump in Copper's line, I just freaking like set as hard as I could and brought it around. So. <laughs> Out of boy. I mean, it was pretty fun. You know, it's hard to. I'm six four. Um, Holy it's shit! Hard to myself. Um, yeah, that's tall <laughs> yeah. as fuck, dude. I'm like five three, so you got me beat <laughs> by quite a bit, dude. But like two years, if you've been only if you've only really been skiing two years, even like just skiing park for two years, and you're doing doubles already, that's pretty sick. That takes a lot of a lot of effort. How do you break your collarbone? Like, what were you doing? Cause you said you broke it the first season, the second season. How'd you break it? Like, what you, what were you doing? So, both of them were really fucking stupid and on tricks that I've done a thousand times. Yeah, that's um, how it goes. Like the, <laughs> you know, it's nothing on anything new. Yeah, and that was not how it goes. Um. So the first time I was going in, uh, it, it was literally first run of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, I was just, you know. I just met up with my team and I went for just a backflip on the first jump and obviously I didn't speed check him. So I bring it around, but I deft really hard and I actually like launched forward and just landed on my shoulder and I just felt that pop and I was like, oh, there that goes. Yeah. So yeah, bro, that's how I broke my collarbone the first time on a freaking backflip. So yeah, well, um, I have a friend that broke. I have a friend that broke his wrist on a Switch 1, so you're doing better than him. Hey, dude. Benny tore his ACL on a Switch 1. So. Yeah, Benny tore his ACL. Dude, Switch 1s are deadly, man. People seem to have a problem with them. <laughs> dude, I've killed myself on so many Switch 1s. It happens when you're not expecting it. Oh, yeah. I mean, easiest tricks. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, we've overshot jump straight in and then killed ourselves, so. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, then the second time, this most recent time, I, uh, I was throwing cork sevens all day. I just wanted to do a cork seven tail, um, just add in a new grab. And uh, I don't know, I just overthought the grab, stalled myself in the air, and just wound up right on my shoulder again. So, yeah, same one too. That'll do it. Yeah, the same yeah. one, and then it's weaker. Yeah, that's yeah. So, you've been, you said you've been skiing with. Jackson a lot. Uh, I saw you bought his summer setup and stuff. So you've been putting some work in the backyard this, this year. <laughs> so I've actually been really busy. Um, I'm joining the military here. Oh um, shit! So I yeah, I haven't had time to set it up. Yeah. Um, I actually we just so we we also just moved. So I brought it over to my friend's house. Mm-hmm. Who uh, you know they're they're good friends of mine. They're skiers also. So. We're all gonna set it up together and start ripping it before I head out. Nice. Do you wanna do you wanna yeah. talk about that? That's cool. I haven't had anybody that's going to the military or been anything 
like that on the podcast. So what's uh what's that all about? What's the plan like? What what are you expecting? Why did you choose that? So, um, you know, love skiing and all, but it's definitely not a career path for me. Yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to be in the military as a little kid. Um, mm-hmm. So I also wanted to challenge myself. Yeah. Uh, just be something more than I think I can be. Mm-hmm. Just push my limits. Um, so I'm actually doing a special operations job. So special ops. Uh, I'm going in as a uh, flight medic in the Air Force. It's called pararescue. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, pretty cool career field. Um, definitely, it's like one of the harder special forces to get into here in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, between everything that they do. So I mean, I got a lot of work ahead of me. Um, I mean, I've been training a lot. You know, um, I'm glad to see, like, you know, you, the Fagans, everyone's kind of getting into the fitness mindset in the skiing community, which is sick. Yeah, it is um, cool to see, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the Fagan twins are friends of mine, so, I mean, I, I get to work out with them and stuff, but they've been helping me with uh, quite a bit of my, my training between weightlifting and mass gaining. So, I mean, I went, last season, I was 6'3 and 145 pounds. And right oh my now, God. <laughs> six, four, yeah, six four and pushing pushing one eighty when I eat up to it. So, dude, that's I mean, good. We're getting. I'm sorry to say that again. I said that's impressive, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's only been three months of training too. So yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, and then my my training kind of differs from theirs. They're weightlifting and stuff. I have to do a lot of cardio. So yeah. Between, swimming and you know running and stuff um yeah it's interesting yeah that's so sick man you have you done any uh skydiving and stuff like that because that seems like a lot of what you're getting into no actually i have yeah okay Um, i was gonna say yeah so um actually one of my buddies who's uh tiktok famous we were like trying to figure out something to do and like some video ideas and stuff yeah um, and he's like, let's go skydiving tomorrow. And I'm like, yo, are you serious right now? And he's like, yeah, it's like 200 bucks. We'll just go up in a plane. What? And jump out. That's so cheap. And I'm like, I know. And I'm like, wait, no, are we actually like doing this? He's like, oh yeah, no, we're doing it. I'm like, all right. So, uh, me, uh, my buddy Jake and my buddy Skyler, we all went skydiving with Jake's dad and, uh, it was freaking awesome. I mean, I can't wait to do more of it in the future. And they, the military trains me up for that. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, when I get out, like, I'm definitely an adrenaline junkie. Uh, you know, it's why I ski. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, stoked to have a new, new thing to get that adrenaline out in my quiver, you know. Skydiving just looks so sick. So, and I get my certification through the military, so. Nice. Yeah, I was actually, I was actually looking at getting mine this year, just like yeah, just so I could do it. Okay. Yeah, it's so it's so worth yeah. it, man. Oh yeah, have you been skydiving yet? Me, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been skydiving yet, but I've been like done a lot of bungee jumping and stuff, and I've just never had time to go skydiving. But definitely something I want to do. Yeah, me and my friend were lining it up for uh, this fall. We were thinking about getting it. 
sweet. Yeah, dude, it's it's like such a surreal feeling. And you know, you know, like how on a roller coaster you kind of feel your stomach drop. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get that when you're skydiving. You no. literally feel like weightless. No. Damn, that's sick. It, yeah, it's a real feeling. And like you know, going up in the plane, like you know, you got some anxiety, you know, especially when they kick open that door and you're looking down some. 10,000 feet, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> it just got real, but uh, as soon as you, like, jump out, it becomes, like, really peaceful, if that makes sense, you know, you're like, you're not worried anymore, yeah. like, it's a good time. Yeah, no, that sounds like exactly kind of how I imagine it, that's sick. So, you've been doing a lot of, like, more cardio and stuff like that, I like how you said, like, it's good that, like, I think, I think it's cool how you're saying, like, you want to push yourself and stuff like that, there's a lot of people that don't. I kind of try, I try to, like, bring a little bit of that to, like, not to be, like, push it on people, but, like, I think a lot of people are kind of pussies these days and don't actually try to do, like, uh, what, like, don't really push themselves. They usually try to take the easier way out and just, I don't know, I, I feel like they're, I feel like it's not the way to go, but I like how you're, I like how you're putting that out there, so it's good. Yeah, thank you, and, and I, I agree 100%. I think, um one of those things you really you have to step out of your comfort zone to have fun in life because if yeah. not then you're just living a fucking you know a robot life you wake up go to your nine-to-five job or whatever or do whatever you want to do and you know it's just too routine and i don't like that routine i like being able to you know spontaneous crackhead energy you know yeah so. that's what it's all about man it's funny though like i i like hate being that guy that, like just pushes shit on people but like even like just i just post pictures of me taking ice baths or whatever just like hopefully somebody goes out and does so like even doing something like that once in a while and just pushing yourself that little bit feels really good after and then just kind of brings that attitude to the day and shit so i think that's cool man and i think oh, yeah. that's i think the army and shit oh, like yeah. that is really good for all that so i think that's i think that's a really cool uh a really cool uh career tr career path you picked man i think that's awesome yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's one of those things, you know, I saw in your story a little while ago where you just woke up, did a marathon, and uh, I ran the day before, I was a little tired, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> There's just ran a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta go to it. So, gotta, I, I didn't find a marathon, but I mean, I went to my little trail run, so. But yeah, yeah no, it, it's those things where like, and you feel so good after it, you feel accomplished, like you did mm -hmm. something that day, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's sick. Cool, man. So I guess we'll get into uh, the whole meme page and shit. How did that come about? Like, did you just start? Like, what was the reasoning behind starting that up? Because you guys, you have like ten thousand. You have eleven thousand followers now, eh? Yes, sir. That's not bad. Um, so believe it or not, I didn't actually start the page. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah. It's uh, another kid that started it. Mm -hmm. Uh. Don't know where he's from. I think he's Finish. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I mean, I was sending him memes and stuff when he was a small page. Um, I think I obtained it around four thousand followers. Yeah, but you were like, um, you make a lot. You made a lot of the memes and stuff too for him. Yeah. 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 I was sending him stuff Sick. before. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he, he just gave up on the account. Um, he's like, I don't know what to post anymore. And so I took it over and started posting stuff. Um, and it's been it's been rough the past couple months with you know yeah, everything got canceled a lot of skiing going on um, and then my life got really busy too so it's been hard to post memes and 
You yeah. Know, um, I mean, it's not like it's a full-time thing that you're going to be doing, so. Yeah, it, and it's one of those things where I'm going to keep it, like, you know, uh, I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay into the ski community um, and continue to try and bring stuff to people. It's just, you know, not a lot of people understand what I'm doing right now. No. Um, so it's been, yeah, it's been difficult to get, you know, memes out there and, like, try and stay, uh, I would say, you know, relevant. Mm-hmm. So I think the new season picked up, and, I mean, I'm going to be gone for a couple weeks without my phone because of basic, but, I mean, as soon as I get back, I'm having a few friends take over the account just to, you know, keep it alive. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's nice, dude. It's like, I mean, skiing's like a very small niche to begin with, so when the season's not rolling and even the summer season especially isn't rolling then it's like it's got to be real hard to to come up with shit like it's hard for me to come up with content for myself right now like obviously in the summer like what do you post in the summer i'm not gonna post a picture like of me just standing outside like no i got need skiing content but i can't fucking ski so it's like well what do i do (laughs) but like i can imagine it gets tough for you bro yeah i mean it's it's difficult. So, I, I mean, and my content's a little different. You know, me and Corey, he, I would say he's more professional about the way he does it. Like, he, he has more targeted memes. Uh, yeah. I just post whatever the fuck I find kind of funny. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's one of those things. Uh, and me and Corey are calling is a good friend of mine. So, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, have, we have our own different tastes. So, um, but I mean, yeah, it's been it's been a fun run, uh, and I definitely want to keep content coming. And even though I'm going to be gone a little bit, and uh, you know, just keep keep that up to date. Um, and you know, it's like it's cool that I I gained how many followers I've gained. But I mean, at the end of the day, I just do it for fun. You know, it's, yeah. I'm not trying to. You know, I get all the friggin' people asking to throw ads on my story and stuff. I'm like, dude, I don't do this for money, like, or yeah. cloud or anything. This is, this is just, like, for shits and giggles. Yeah. And I like I like what you said. Yeah. It's kind of a good way to stay, like, in touch with the skiing community and shit. Like, because you really are just, like... Like, most people that would come across a meme like that, like, anybody in the world that isn't in the, ski, like, the park skiing community wouldn't understand it. But it's a good way of staying in touch with, like, everybody in there and just, like... I don't know, it's like a nice little community. I was looking at some of the memes and stuff, and they're fucking funny, man. Some of them are cracking Thank me you. up. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's some that are just so fucking stupid, they're funny. Yeah, so. exactly. How long do you spend making some of them? Because <laughs> some of them, I, some of them I looked, and I was five like... Five minutes max. Five minutes max? Okay, I was looking at some, I thought like, I was like... I thought these, like... I'm, I was like, this would take a while, but maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm just not on. You no, know, I thought- I've had people send me memes, and I guarantee you they, they take some time yeah. to put into them. Um, and I've been definitely posting mm-hmm. a lot of viewers to like submission memes mm-hmm. just because yeah, I makes can't it easy. do anything right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's been good. Uh, I got a lot of creative followers, and I like to think of my uh, my follower group as a uh, little cult, a little ski meme cult. So well, they all got great ideas. Um, I love my community. They're all. They're all great. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I love that. That's what I'm trying to do with the podcast and the YouTube channel and everything. I want to make a little cult, a little cult of little pleb <laughs> chickens just running around doing stupid shit with some extra oh, crackhead yeah. energy, just launching quads here and there. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I,
That's awesome. Cool. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't really have a whole lot of uh, a whole lot more questions for you. I was gonna say, have you had anybody like um, anybody get mad at any of the memes you posted or anything like that? Like any people get upset? Because some of them I've seen have been um, like not too edgy, but definitely a little bit for sure. Yeah. So I've had a few things uh, come up. A little bit of it is. Sorry, I was getting a call. No. Most of it has been um, like pretty pretty mellow mm-hmm. um like i there was one vishnu meme and i guess one of the one of the owners of vishnu was not like super stoked to see me target his company and i was like well you know i was just making a joke i wasn't really i wasn't targeting vishnu as a company i was more or less targeting this group of you know yeah years and it wasn't even my meme i didn't even make it so i just posted it yeah uh but yeah, and then uh, you know everything with the uh, with the twins going on right now, the Shaggy twins. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm friends with them, and uh, you know they made quite a quite a hefty hefty mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, being on their inside circle, I've definitely seen. They, they, you know, do feel remorse for what they did, and it was one of those things where their apology video, I definitely would say, was not the best. Yeah. Um, See, I don't want to speak on this too much because I don't want it to be, like, a big thing, and I've kind of tried to stay away from it and, like, most of the the stuff, but, like, I mean, I guess we'll touch on it a bit. Like you said, the apology video, like, I mean, I watched it. I mean, I, I don't, like, drama isn't my thing. I'm not about that, but it seemed a little bit scripted, but, like I said... It's hard when you put in a situation like that, so. It was definitely scripted, but mm-hmm. it was one of those things where, you know, uh, not everyone's, like, great at public speaking. Yeah, exactly. Speaking on those and stuff. It, it, it was their way of, you know, trying to get it out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, I definitely, you know, I definitely got some backlash. People would say I was supporting their behaviors, but it was more or less, like, yeah, you know, look out for your friends. So, yeah. See, uh, definitely act from that too. So. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. It's like kind of a pretty. It's kind of controversial. Um, I don't know. I I like haven't really touched much on it. I think obviously, yeah. like as you said, it's not the best thing that you can do as as a human being. But I think they've. Got, I mean, I I think they've learned their lesson, and I think they've had more than enough. Uh, more than enough recourse for that for now so it's kind of just like it is what yeah. it is and move on from here because like it can you can only get you can only improve from something like that and you can only only move forward so exactly and, and i'm not you know i don't want to keep bringing this up um you know it's, it's over and done now yeah exactly there are consequences and you know mm-hmm. i just wanted to bring it up for the sake of you know have i ever had any backlash yeah um i could see how that could be know, something that will come up for sure. Everyone says dumb stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. not thinking at it definitely can get you in these situations. So, and, and a lot of these videos were private, and, you know, I'm not saying that it makes them right. I'm just saying that um, when they come out, you know, like, yeah. it should have just been thought ahead, and all of this could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, not all things. So, no, dude, like, I've done my fair share of stupid shit in the past, man. I was a complete moron in high school. And when I was like, 
like, I mean, I'd like to think I've grown up a little bit and bit became a little more mature, but I'm still a complete moron. But, like, with that being said, like, everybody has, everybody has, like, mistakes and stuff in the past, and, like, you gotta move forward from it. It is what it is. Theirs just got kind of shared on a more, more, uh, bigger scale, so. And yeah, it's been dealt with. Yeah. Everyone, you know, we're all guilty of saying, you know, less than politically correct things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think everyone's guilty of saying that at some point. It's and whoever says that they haven't, it's like, eh. Yeah. Are you telling the truth? Are you just saying that to be woke? And it's also one of those things where it's like, I doubt like ninety percent of us. Like society could survive a uh, 2012 Call of Duty lobby. Like, geez. Yeah. The stuff that was, was yeah. real. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember those days, so. That's funny. It's funny that you bring that up. Anyways, we'll move on from there, man. I my last I'll let you I'll let you go soon because it's also late and I have to get up and ramp early tomorrow morning. My body's mangled from today, but uh, I was gonna ask you um, what what you had uh, what you had planned for the future. But I seems we kind of covered that with going to the military and stuff. But where do you see yourself past that? Like you're gonna go uh, do that stuff and you're gonna um, obviously go to basics and join and then where do you see yourself let's say let's up it let's say 10 years where do you what do you think you like do you have a general idea of where you'd be going 10 years or just like kind of just yeah. winging it or no so i'm gonna be all over the world mm-hmm. um i'm gonna see a lot of this obviously just with my job mm-hmm. um but ultimately i want to be somewhere like colorado or maybe not colorado it's getting kind of crowded here we've had a lot of people move here um, maybe Utah or, you know, if I'm traveling the world and find a place like, um, I don't know, like, I mean, I know the Harrington brothers love it down in New Zealand. They yeah, I go down there and find <laughs> some place. So I don't know. I definitely want to stay close to the snow. I mean, I love beaches and stuff, but yeah, is my cup of tea. So, um, it, yeah, it's definitely one of those things where I, I, I definitely want to be, uh, close to the mountains, close to snow, and uh, I, I don't know, I might still be in the military um, mm-hmm. for ten, 10 years from now, or uh, I might pursue other uh, dreams and goals. I kind of want to be a uh, firefighter paramedic. Yeah, uh, that's uh, sweet. My uh, friend's uh, going to school for uh, being a firefighter paramedic right now, so. Yeah, that's sweet. I mean, I'm an EMT right now. I uh, okay. through high school. Nice. Uh, I know a lot of people know I was gonna ask, how old are you? I'm eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah. Okay, shit. So you're getting right into it, right out of high school, eh? Yeah, I am. Nice. Which, uh, you know, kind of risky. I mean, ah. going like, from being coddled your whole life to being thrown into the shit. So. Yeah, it's good, dude. Throw yourself into the fire. See what happens. It'll either work or it won't. Right. <laughs> There's yeah, only one way to find out. Like Exactly, get out of your comfort zone, and I, I really wish we could emphasize on that more, you know, like, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, go to pursue your dreams and goals, even if they seem, like, ambitious, like, if, if you told me a year ago that I would be, you know, actually full committed to going into a special force group, I'd probably call you crazy, or if you went back eight years from now and told me that I'd dub on skis, like, I'd probably be like, you're crazy. Yeah. So it's one of those things... We're only on this earth for such a short period of time. Go out with a bang. Accomplish everything that you 
can and want to and um beat every opportunity you know trying to there's there's no point in looking back besides to see how far you've come so um one of those things try and live with no regrets and uh i mean if something goes poorly in your life just try not to reflect on it just move on see how you can learn from your failure and just keep going um, and that's definitely something I've learned after, you know, a few ski injuries. Like, yeah, I get scary after that injury, but once you're back to it, you know, it's just like before. So there's no point in letting fear stop you from anything. So, yeah. Hi, I did. That's sick. I like that. I think that's something that I'm going to try to sprinkle throughout the podcast and the blogs and shit every once in a while just, to, just so people kind of get the idea because it definitely needs to be spread a bit. And, like, for me, dude, like, same, like, same thing, I, I don't think I would be, I wouldn't have thought I would be here where I was now, like, I always wanted to be, like, good at skiing and stuff like that, and I always wanted to compete well, but, like, then again, I was also this degenerate, like, kid that was, uh, just going around partying and doing shit like that all the time, not to say that I wasn't having fun, I was definitely having fun, but I definitely wasn't near as focused or, uh, near as, like, just ambitious as I needed to be to get where I, where I gotta go, so... I mean, I, I think it's cool to add a little bit of that. And obviously, everybody has a different cup of tea. So, like, some people are very content just staying at home and oh. have, having a full yeah. family life and living the American dream. I mean, personally, for me, I want to go rage my you-know-what off and have a good time. So, it's a little different, but... Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, before we go, I, I just... If you still have some time, yeah, I, I want to ask you a few well, you want to ask me some questions? Okay, I like this. I've been waiting turned, for somebody to ask me questions on the podcast. This is exciting. Turn tables have turned. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean, what uh, kind of what what got you into skiing? Like, what um, brought you around to it? So for me, skiing was kind of always a part of my life, but not a big part of my life. I didn't really start park skiing till I was sixteen. Um. I, like, my family would go on, like, week-long trips to, uh, at West or something. we go on, like, one ski trip a year, and then, like, two or three days, like, to the local hills that are, like, an hour away, because I live in Ontario, so the highest hill is, like, 600 feet, so it's, like, nothing, or, like, less than that. Like, the runs take, like, three minutes to get down tops, um, and for me, I guess I kind of always have, like, little man syndrome, I guess, you ever heard of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was always like tr- in all sports and all like things like that. I always wanted to just like, I, I was always really big in sports. And I was competing and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. I always wanted to be really good at stuff. And like obviously basketball, I did that for a while. I was, believe it or not, I was a team captain of my basketball team for like one year. And then obviously your short ass. Yeah, my short ass in elementary school. I used to wreck basketball. I might have been a pity thing. They might just pity put me as the captain. I don't know. Anyways, I played baseball. Did cross country running. I did ba- basically every single sport, but uh, I started like skiing was kind. Of, every everybody was also like I was always like a little bit better than me in all other sports, and skiing was just kind of like the one thing that I just like. I would go to the ski hill with my family, and I just like launch off every little bump I could find, and just start doing three sixties and stuff. And I just got really good really quick, and it just kind of like caught on. It was like snowboarding. I used to just do one day snowboarding, one day skiing, and then I got to the point where I was like off the hills and hitting moguls and bumps and just catching air I got doing some park and I started snowboarding and skiing in the park and then I remember within the first week I decided I was going to ski because I kept catching my edges on rails on a snowboard and just eating the rail with my face 
So I was like, I can grind a rail on skis. I'm going to stick with skiing. And then from there, I just kind of like, I had like my local hills, Mount St. Louis. All there is to do there is park, right? So I just park ski and park ski. And I have like me personally, I'm not really scared of anything or not scared of much things. And I like to, I like to send. So me and my friends, we'd go there after school and we just like hot flips off rails when we can barely even like do a 360 and just like, if you do, if you do a backflip, I'll try a cork seven, and we like just learned our first 540 the other day. So just shit like that, and then kind of just went from there. And uh, is it your uh, your sister Megan? She's she's pretty good at skiing too, right? Yeah, no, she got the X Games gold medal in Big Air this year, which is pretty wild. Um, yeah, she did. She help you out at all? No, I helped her out. She didn't even know what skiing was until I was two years into it. Um, she used to do gymnastics and figure skating really heavily. Yeah, I know. That's funny how that works, eh? And I was like, I was like, you're pretty good at gymnastics. You have good air awareness. So, like, I forced her to come to the hill and, like, ski with me. And, like, I taught her first front flip and back flip in a 720. And, like, and like she only went skiing, like, four times that year. And, like, in the four days, like, I taught her all that shit. I'm like, okay, Megan, I'm making you come to the ski hill. And you're coming with me all next year. So, I signed, uh, like, I got my parents to sign her up for a, for a ski, like, the local, like, uh, train park program at our home hill yeah and then she got into that and then uh yeah just went from there yeah she's she's freaking insane yeah she got good really quick she's uh she had really good air awareness and stuff from uh, pardon yeah she yeah got quite a few dubs and the air awareness that looks like so for sure well for me i like like um like i said i like grew up learning like most of it myself so it was like jumping off my garage roof onto like my black bed trampoline trying to do like flips just to get enough height and stuff and like teaching myself how to do cork so obviously like my sets were awful so when I started competing at a better level or higher level and I got a coach and like he taught me all that stuff I kind of taught Megan how to do all that stuff so like she didn't have to go like learn it herself and didn't have any bad habits so like she kind of just like she figured it out real quick which is sick and we haven't. Yeah. Question, yeah, go, like, go for it. Skiing with people, then. like definitely skiing with like Carstetter and Zeneman and all those kids. It's just you know it, they they help a lot. And, you know, kind of get rid of your bad habits. So, mm-hmm. um, they they've done it. They've been in your shoes. Like they know how to critique these small issues and mm-hmm. figure that stuff up. So, and just being around all these super good kids all the time and you know making friendships with them and stuff is super insane so i definitely understand where uh, where you're coming from yeah for sure it helps a lot dude and like like i said man i spent like a, a whole summer trying to relearn my corks just to fix the set properly so like i don't wish that upon anybody <laughs> I, would, I don't want anybody to have to go through that it sucks no. Sick, man. You got any more questions or? Yeah, dude. Like, what's your uh, what's your workout routine like? Because it looks like you're pretty pretty into fitness as well. So, um, I'm pretty. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not like I said. I'm not like um, uh, the twins or anything like that. I don't. I'm not big into lifting or gaining muscle mass. For me, I'm all about like performance and mobility and like like the way like agility and stuff like that that's all that i'm about we have um i'm on the ontario team and like obviously we have a pretty strict like 
workout program that we follow with that. I have one of my good friends is a really good personal trainer in, uh, uh, like, and he got into that stuff. So he does, he helps me out a lot with that stuff. And so other than just like following a pretty good, like, um, workout program, just nothing like not really lifting super heavy weights, but obviously like gaining muscle and, uh, and just a lot of like stuff like that. I do a lot of cardio. I like long distance running. Um, and I just do, I'm always active, like whether I'm like, whether I'm working, I'm doing like always like hard, like labor type style work, like when I'm doing that stuff. Um, I'm either trampolining, I'm skateboarding, I'm doing MMA, like I do a lot of uh, mixed martial arts, so I'm like super like just jujitsu and stuff like that, like that takes a, that's a good enough workout on your on its own there, so like just, like I, I just don't sit around at all, so with with like a workout program and then ne always being active, it's like, I, I have a good metabolism too, like I'm not going to get fat if I try it. Trust me, I feel. <laughs> Yeah. one of those things but yeah no I used to do MMA jiu-jitsu kickboxing boxing so oh yeah Sick. I loved it yeah it was great I mean I learned a lot uh, got to beat the shit out of my friends so that was a that was definitely a plus dude it's I would recommend that to anybody like that, any kind of martial arts is awesome oh yeah no it, it's great I mean it teaches you a lot of discipline a lot of you know um, I, I mean Hell, you get some really good hand-eye coordination and, uh, you know, skills out of it. So, sure. it's one of those things. It's also nice if uh, you piss someone off and you get into a fight, you know, you know what you're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got into a couple bar fights because I, I went to university for one year and I kind of just, like I said, I was a degenerate kid at one point. I mean, still am, but toned it down a lot. And I was like, doing all that kind of stuff and I was like shit I actually should probably learn how to fight a little better because <laughs> me and my friends we were getting in like 2v like fives and stuff like that I'm like this is just ridiculous so that's kind of that's kind of what started it for me yeah so what, what are your future plans like I mean you know I've talked to you and stuff but uh don't know you super well yet so yeah um yeah, what are, what are some of your future plans? Like, do you plan on going to school for something, or are you going to see where skiing can take you, or what? Uh, for sure. So, for me right now, I'm fully on board with skiing. Um, I've done the school thing. I did a year in university uh, for business. I did a year in university or college for business. I tried to do both while skiing, and I just realized I was half-assing both. And I... Um, this year was the, probably the hardest year for me because I didn't know, like, coming into the contest season, I didn't know if I was going to compete or if I was just going to, like... Uh, this was kind of the year I was like, this is, like, I'm either going to go to school or I'm going to gonna keep pursuing this. I, so I was like, like I said, I can always go back to school. I'm not too worried about that, but that's not, like, that's not where I'm, where I'm at right now. I want to compete. I, I know I can do way better, and I know I can be, like, one of the best skiers out there. So I'm going to, like... I, I did what really I put I did I dropped everything I just worked and I skied this year and focused on focused on it and I like really really improved where I was at so um, from from there this year it's just fully skiing obviously I have a lot other stuff going on other than skiing I have a lot of other passions and stuff right now I'm running my own uh, property maintenance business in the summer because I can schedule my own stuff and like I can I need to make money because skiing is obviously expensive especially when you're competing. 
I have the podcast, the YouTube channel. I'm, I have an MMA fight in uh, about three months. So, first of all, I want to take that featherweight strap. I want that. I want to. I want to fight in the UFC, man. I don't know why. I like. For me, I think if I if I had found uh, mixed martial arts before I had found skiing, I wouldn't even. I that would be what I'd be doing full time right now. So, um, other than that, though, I'm definitely coming to. Uh, I'm definitely coming to rec shop next year in the ski in the skiing world. I want to put out some insane uh, video parts. I want to compete at the highest level, and I ultimately want to be able to make enough money to sustain myself and do like just. I don't, like I'm not. I'm, I live pretty chill. I don't spend a lot of money. I usually live like just you know. I I don't do. I don't go out and do stuff that much. But uh, my my goal is to be able to support myself through like the podcast, the my YouTube videos, and just skiing in general and sponsors and stuff like that and train and just compete at the highest level for the next couple years and see where it takes me from there but that's kind of where that's kind of where i've set my goals for for now I, i'm not letting megan be the yeah there's no way i'm letting megan be the only one with the next games gold medal that's just not gonna happen <laughs> i said that once she once she got that i was like okay well now now you're fucked megan i'm coming <laughs> yeah that's funny that's, that's how you get good yeah exactly Shit on your own blood. <laughs> yeah, somebody has to. Uh. Oh, exactly. Well, dude, it's been yeah been great talking to you. Go to bed. I gotta go to the gym. All those. And what time is it there? Ten? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's ten o'clock at night. I'm going to the gym. God damn, but, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. It's uh. It was good to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited to be on. Um. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, if uh, I'll definitely be excited to be seeing the stuff that you're putting out next year when I'm off in uh, basic down in Texas and uh, missing skiing, but, <laughs> you know, conquering other goals and dreams. So yeah, for sure, dude. Love to see what the boys put out next year, and uh, if I find a, uh, a break and you're out here and uh, in the U.S., hit me up, and uh, we'll try and get some laps in together. For sure, man. That'd be awesome. I'd love to. And thanks for coming on. I'm, I'm glad we finally got to make it work. That was our time of day today. Super sick, dude. Uh, podcast did not really go where I was expecting it to go at all, but I had a good time talking to him. It was interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. If you did enjoy the podcast and you have been enjoying the podcast, please give it a five-star rating wherever you're listening to or just a thumbs up on YouTube because it really helps the podcast get out to more people. We're coming for you, the Powell Movement. We are going to get more views and we're going to get more likes than you eventually, so... It's just going to happen. It's something that's inevitable. We're going to make a little cult on the podcast, and it's just one of those things that's going to happen. It's a must. With that being said, there's a little bit of audio difficulties considering we are filming it in the car. So I tried to do the best I could to sort it out. I'm pretty sure you can hear the whole podcast just fine, but some bits are a little bit quieter than others. Not all of them, but just some. So uh, we'll get that sorted out for the next one, especially if I'm doing it on the road because I'm going to be away for the next couple weeks. So I will find a way to make sure that the podcast sounds absolutely excellent for you guys when we are not at home at the podcast studio. And quickly before I leave, I just wanted to say thank you for everybody who actually listens to the podcast and stuff. I appreciate it. And I hope you guys are getting some good information out of it and just, I don't know, you're having a good time listening to the podcast, enjoying what we have to talk about, and maybe learning a little bit. So with that in mind, I will see you guys on the next episode of the podcast coming out every single Tuesday. Peace.